You're listening to the Savvy Painter Podcast, episode number 291. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Savvy Painter Podcast. I am just back from the most amazing experience. I spent a week in British Columbia at the Epona Rise Retreat Center with nine of the most amazing coaches who are all like me, deep dive coaches with the amazing Bev Aaron. And we were there with the facilitator at the Epona Rise Retreat Center, Hillary. And the experience was just so incredible and so beautiful. I'm still processing it. I have a feeling it will be a while (laughs) for me to process everything that I experienced there, but it was just phenomenal. And I wanted to talk about with some of the things that I learned there at the retreat center and some of the experiences that I have because they tie so well into the things that we talk about here on the Savvy Painter podcast and in Growth Studio. So the retreat center is on this 80 acre ranch in British Columbia, just I think like four hours drive north of Vancouver. And while we were there, we had the most amazing experience of just being with a herd of horses. I think there were around 20 horses there at the Epona Rice Retreat Center. But what was magical about the whole experience was that we entered their space on their terms. We learned how horses behave in their own environment rather than on human terms, like in a pen or in a stable. So for the first couple of days, there was no harnesses, no leads. The horses were free to interact with us and they were free to decline to interact with us if they didn't feel like it. There were so many things about this experience that it will take me a while to continue to process it. But the one thing that I wanted to share with you today may give you a different perspective on your art making. What I thought was really interesting was to see how the horses behave with each other. Horses are prey animals, and as prey animals, they have a certain way of being in the herd. Whatever's happening in the herd, the horses take care of themselves. They watch over each other, they set boundaries with each other, and they enforce them when they need to. With everything that they do, they conserve their energy. They don't have any energy leaks which, as I understand it, is spending energy on anything that's unnecessary. When they need something, they just do it. They eat when they need to, they rest when they need to, they enforce their boundaries when they need to. They don't have the capacity, like humans do, to make it mean anything else, and they don't bring anything else into it. They are in the present moment, just responding to what is. And they have no concept of, how things should be. There's only what is. One of our biggest energy leaks as humans is thinking that things should be different than they are. We often don't see what is. We see what is not because we have an idea of what should be, what we think should be there. So we recognize the absence of things. Horses don't do that. They are fully in the moment with all of their senses present. Humans, on the other hand, spend a lot of time thinking about the way things should be or the way things should not be. And we use enormous amounts of energy trying to reconcile that with what is. 
So with our art practice, what that looks like is thinking things like, I should be selling more. I should know more. I shouldn't still be struggling with this after all this time. I should show my work. I should know how to charge. I should paint better. All the ways we think we should be instead of being present exactly where we are. When we fixate on the past or we worry about the future, we rob ourselves of where we are right now. And right now is where your power is. The past no longer exists other than in our memories and our thoughts, yet we spend so much time bringing it into our present moment. Today and every single day, we have the power to give the past its meaning. We can use the past as evidence to support the idea that, oh, that's just the way I am. And so then our brain goes out and says, yes, that's just the way you are. And here's all the reasons. Some people use the past to draw the conclusion that they can't do something that they really, really want to do because after all, they've never done it. They've never been able to do it before. Or they might look back and say that this always happens to me and have the belief that whatever this is that always happens is going to continue to happen in the future because they're basing that off of what has happened in the past. They use the past to predict how they will behave in the future as if they have no agency over what they're doing right now. And horses don't carry the past with them. They simply respond to what is now. And there is so much wisdom to gain from that. When we think the past should be different from what it was, we focus on what is wrong. That often shows up as what's wrong with the situation or what's wrong with me. And if those are the questions that you're asking yourself, you will for sure find lots of evidence for what is wrong. It's an invitation to just spin out. It's an invitation to lose focus on where you are right now. Painting is a beautiful antidote to that. Painting is an invitation to ground yourself in the now, to practice using your intuition and to become familiar with who you are, who you are today as the completely whole person that you are who you are becoming, who you want to be. That's a better fuel to use to inform your decisions that you're making today. I hear artists say like, I should know better. I hear that a lot. I should know how to paint better by now. When you think that, what you're doing is you're fighting with reality. You're telling yourself that something is wrong, that something is off. And so your brain looks for all the ways that something is off. It looks for what is wrong. Your brain very helpfully goes out to find the evidence for you. And it's really good. It finds it everywhere. It's like you have this personal private eye detective and you say, hey, go find this stuff. And so it's like, okay. And it runs out and it finds all of the evidence and it brings it back to you. Comes back with folders and files and just tons of everything that you can think of. So, ah, now you have the proof. Things aren't the way it should be. Your brain is so helpful, so smart to find all of the possibilities. It's so helpful, that brain of yours. It's so smart to go out and find all the possibilities of how you are wrong. You're doing it wrong. This isn't how it's supposed to be. You are not how you're supposed to be. You're not a good enough artist. All of these things. That is an energy leak. Your brain power is diverted to search and find answers and evidence for something you don't even want. Meanwhile, you're trying to paint a painting. You're trying to create something moving and meaningful and to show what you think is beautiful. And you have this massive energy leak. 
you're not operating at your full capacity. Half of your energy has been diverted to another issue, an issue that isn't even useful to divert your attention to right now. Your brain thinks it needs to solve the puzzle of, I should know better by now. So it's going through the full catalog and it's finding all the evidence of how many workshops you've taken, how many times you have tried to do that thing, and why you are not better than you currently are. That is a massive energy leak. That same energy could be directed to what's happening on your canvas right now. That energy could be directed towards making a decision about what to do next on your painting. You could just as easily ask your brain to go find evidence for why you are already a good enough painter right now. Or if that feels loaded for you, because I know that that is such a loaded statement, I'm already a good enough painter right now, you could direct your brain to simply and objectively answer a different question. What is the next best thing I can do for my painting? Without tying anything to that question, without making the fact that you have that question or that there is a next best step mean anything about the step you just took previously. You can ask that question and direct your brain to answering that question without judging yourself for having to correct a mark that you just made. As I was walking alongside the horses, just being with them in their world and receiving their medicine, it felt so grounding to realize that there was absolutely no judgments being made in that herd. Horses don't do that. Animals don't do that. They don't judge themselves and they don't judge the other horses in their herd. They don't think other horses should be anything other than who they are. They're not trying to make them any different. They're not trying to be any different. They just are. They have boundaries and they're well equipped to enforce those boundaries, but They intuit and they respond only to what is happening and what is. They're not trying to control their environment or the other horses. As humans, we love to think that we can control things. We have an idea of how things should be or should not be. And we spend an enormous amount of energy trying to figure out what is wrong, that things aren't as we imagine they should be. We could also just redirect our thoughts and our energy to what is. That option is always available to us. And instead of fighting against what is and replaying the tape of where we should be right now or what should have happened with our art or what we should have done to sell that piece or get into that gallery or promote our artwork better or rail against the idea that people don't appreciate art the way that we think they should or any other of the drama that we create, any of the other shoulds that we have in our mind. We can just accept what is and then use our brilliant minds to create what we want to create. Take all of that diverted energy and direct it towards and focus it on the painting that you want to make. We could use all of that energy to come to terms with the idea that you're already good enough and you will always improve. And if you take all the energy that you used to use worrying about whether you're good enough now or will be in the future or all the energy you used to find all the evidence that you weren't good enough in the past and you diverted that energy so that your brilliant mind can focus on what you're painting today, how would you show up differently for yourself if those weren't even questions for you? 
How would your experience painting be different? With all of that energy that was sucked off onto this other side, now focused on your creativity, your intuition, on the current painting that you have in front of you and what you might create with that, how would your experience be different? What if you completely eliminated the phrase, I should be, dot, 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 from your life entirely? What if you just let yourself be just as you are and you drop the judgment, let go of the reins, your higher self knows the way. I want to invite you to play with that idea. Let that wise part of you guide you home. That's what I have for you this week. I hope you have a fabulous week painting my friends and I will see you in the next episode. When you are aware of how powerful your mind is, you show up to your studio differently. You notice the abundant opportunities to level up your presence in the studio. And when you do that, you stop worrying about whether or not you have a voice because you know it was already there. Now your best work comes more easily. Join Growth Studio now. I show you your blind spots and help you create confidently. Just go to SavvyPainter.com forward slash join.